Hey everybody, welcome to the Movie Dummies Podcast, the podcast where it's just some regular old folks talk about movies and TV shows they watch and sometimes love. Sometimes they don't like that stuff they watch. Yeah. Just some of us. Um, I am one of the Movie Dummies. My name is Joe. I'm the best one, Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. They're equals. M A T T A. Well, to Matt and Angela, Shannon and I sound like dirty old rotten robots. So this should be interesting. Uh huh. Should be. Dirty robot. We're a couple of dirty rotten robots. Uh huh. I wonder if we're still sound like robots now. A little bit. Mm. A little bit. Great. Just what I always wanted. Disappointed. So, guys, it's been a it's been a fun week in the world. What have you been watching? Yeah. So I'll go first because all my stuff is really really boring. Um, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching Marvel Marvel movies. <gasps> yeah, the- you said boring, but you're a liar. Liar. Boring. Stop boring being an idiot. Boring for the podcast because we've spoken about these movies incessantly for well, years. Well, I'm still excited. I watched one too, so I'm excited. Why do you talk that way? There ain't nothing wrong with Marvel movies. We are Marvel sycophants, are we not? I I mean, I am for sure. <laughs> Mommy, what's a sycophant? <laughs> Let me show you by unzipping my pants. Mm-hmm. Ew. Ew. I'm pretty Gross. sure that's a sycophant. Hey. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. Oh, wow. Mine's an elephant. I will stop talking. Because <laughs> his penis is long so like which an elephant's trunk. Marvel movies no, have you been great. watching? <laughs> so I've been rewatching them in order of release. Um, so I got all, all the way through phase one. Mm. And I nice. am up to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Hell yeah. Uh, great movie. So you're watching It really release? is. So yeah. have you seen Thor yet? I forgot yeah. where. Okay. Fourth, so Iron Man. Third, fourth? Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers, Avengers Iron Man 3, Thor Dark World, and Gotcha. Winter Soldier. Okay. I got a question. Do you now? There, I can't hear them talk. This is a great time to be on Discord. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, do you usually uh, watch stuff in the order it's released, or do you sometimes do chronologically kind of stuff? I actually have never watched them in chronological order. Gotcha. Challenge accepted. I like the, well, I like the fashion up, upon which they <laughs> put them out to us, right? Like, I like, I like Release the order. The, yeah, I like the story that they build. You know, the tapestry that they weave. That's part of the fun for me. So, I I fear that watching them in chronological order will disrupt that somehow mm. but it, it I'm not opposed to it I just haven't done it yet gotcha okay. so you watched Thor Shannon I did I watched Thor um, like three four times because I had to keep going back because <laughs> I slept watch it gotcha and gotcha. I also watched Age of Ultron hell yeah A bunch. I can't wait to get to there Mm-hmm. It's, it's still favorite. one of my favorite Marvel movies. I don't know. Captain America Winter Soldiers up there. It would be really yeah, hard to I mean, strings, but now I'm free. 
Oh my gosh. I oh, freaking so love good. James Spader. Right. He's really good in a not great movie. What? Are you saying Age of Ultron is not a great movie? <sighs> yeah, I told you my dilemma. I, I can't do Joss Whedon anymore. Well, or why? I look past that name. He, uh, you know, that's we could have another discussion another time, I suppose. It's just uh, he is now relegated to the same category as J.J. Abrams for me. Mm. He makes bright, shiny pieces of shit. Okay. I don't know. The humor in Age of Ultron with the whole hammer. What's the hammer's name? Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Is just the best. I love it. Yep. I love it for... And I I love Paul Bettany coming to life and seeing Thor and manifesting a cape. And... I don't know. There's... <laughs> Wanda, you know, we meet Wanda and Pietro. It, it's, it's, there's a lot packed into it, and I enjoy it quite a bit. Did you end up watching anything else, or is it just Marvel? Uh, I started sleep watching Big Bang Theory. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm, uh, let, let's. I'm watching it on Hulu, so let's just say I am not upset that I've only seen like three episodes, and I'm in season five. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So there's there's that, a moderate okay. charm to the show, but it's not. I don't think the charm is like. How many seasons was that on? Like seven, eight, nine? Like ten. Yeah, ten or eleven. Oh, I don't wow. know that it was sus- like the charms that sustainable. I agree. I think, I think that the, would have been a nice, solid, like, six seasons, probably. Yeah, I think the characters themselves are pretty charming, but the, it's not as funny as people make it out to be. No. Yeah, I never even watched the whole thing. Yeah, thing I that no does bug me is people like, oh, Big Bang Theory uses a laugh track. Well, they record in front of a live studio audience, I'm pretty sure. So well, the I mean, laugh- I don't... Laugh tracks don't bother me. Well, I don't think it's necessary. Like, you know, there's actual studio laughter, but there is some laugh trackiness. They do that sometimes yeah. to, to bolster it. But, I mean, it's not like... Like, have you seen them where they pull the laughter out and it looks like they're just standing there in silence? Yeah, and it's weird. But that's not how it was on set. Right. That's interesting. Huh. Well... I guess I won't be watching that again. Yeah, the fil- the show is filmed in front of a live audience. Okay. Hmm. I mean, most sitcoms in the 90s, 2000s were pretty common. Yeah, but I mean, there's there's a there's definite energy to a show that's filmed in front of a live audience. You know, you got your sure. warm-up guy that comes out there and does comedy for a little bit, gets them all primed and ready, then they watch the taping of the show, they all laugh. You know, there's like an inter, you know, pauses after laughter to, you know, for joke timing and stuff. I don't know. It there's they don't do it anymore, which is kind of a shame. They did it for WandaVision, which was neat. Right. Yeah, for sure. Huh. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, like for people who think they just add a laugh track and they're standing there silent. They're dumbasses. Don't listen to those people. <laughs> okay. Stop being an idiot. A live, right? A live studio audience is a real thing. Yep. So is that everything that you ended up watching? Yeah, that's all I've got. I'm super boring this week. Sorry. Well, this is going to be a short episode. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what have you watched this week? Uh, well, I have watched the one show I think we all should talk about if we've all watched it. Um, mm-hmm. Say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Soldier? <laughs> yes, we. I did. I did. I have not seen this week's episode. If there was a new episode, yes, there was a third one. Yes, yes. I've not three. seen a third one. That's a oh longer boy. one. 
At least it felt longer. Oh, there was some great Bucky fighting in it. Mm. Ooh, I like Bucky fighting. Oh, man, it's good. Um, so, without spoiling anything, was the person at the end who I think that's supposed to be? What happened at the end? He oh. follows the... Go ahead. You're reminding he me. He follows... Can I talk? Can I finish? Can I finish? Um, yes. He's going into the building with uh, Falcon and what's-his-face, but he sees that thing on the ground. And then he follows whatever was happening. Oh. And yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think she's supposed to be just a new character, right? No, she's from Black Panther. Oh, hmm. oh, 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 okay. I'm like, yeah. what is he talking about? You mean the little orb thingies? Yes. Okay. We're trying like, not to spoil it? I'm sorry. No. no. Yeah. Should I should I pop off for, for a minute? You guys can talk about it and I'll pop back on. Sh sure, sure, we'll message you in the chat. Okay. Sure. sure. Okay, so, yeah, that's that's one of the guard... Oh, okay. I kind of figured maybe it was either that or like just a new character. Ayo. Oh yeah, she yeah she's one of the guards. Yep. I remember now. I thought. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I said I recognized her voice, but she looked different. Right. Yeah. I think she, her outfit was completely well, she, different. I don't know if she had many speaking roles even. No. No. In Black Panther or. She probably had like a couple of lines, <clears throat> like "hua," like maybe like that. <laughs> I, I think know. they were like, "You do this," and she's like, "Yes, I'll do that." I don't know. I was hoping it'd be the sister, the right. little sister, as the new Black Panther. Well, if there's a guard there, does that mean that she's possibly going to be there? I don't know. Because typically the guard goes with Black Panther. We have they been outside of Black Panther? Huh? Um Well what I'm Okoye saying is was Was she? Or no. No, they always traveled together. No. Oh, you mean away like in like existing like, go off on separate missions. I thought the whole purpose of the guards were to protect the panther. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I don't know that that's <laughs> completely relevant to what's going on. It would be interesting for them if... Well, how, how are they ever going to broach the subject, basically, is my line of thinking that, you know, Chadwick Boseman has passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, they've They've kind of mentioned that they're... They're not going to recast T'Challa. So, is this how we're, they're going to they're going to talk about that? Yeah, I'm wondering how they're going to go about that because there's a definite kind of direction that they are going to need to go eventually. So, mm -hmm. be interesting to see. And I wonder that too. Like, when is is there a Panther movie coming? Black Panther 2 is coming, yeah. And I'm wondering if they're going to try to do the Marvel thing where they interweave it. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. they did with um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. How I think it was like episode, one of the episodes, it alluded to Hydra and what happened in Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, they had a bunch of that in Shield, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, but but like, none, none of that's canon anymore. And I don't think... They're, I'm guessing they might do that with future shows, but I'm thinking it probably won't be what we think it is. Like, it'll be afterward, after the movie's released and all that. Got ya. I really want to see them just take the Captain America shield away from... What's his name? Yeah, he's starting to uh, exhibit signs that he's not a good dude. He's an a-hole. 
Th- that's the right word I would use. Did you feel like this episode was longer than the previous episodes? Or no, was it they're just all me? this. They're all like this. Oh. I guess it felt longer. And I'm the place that's made up in Marvel Universe. This place of pirates. What's it called? Oh, the fictional town? Yeah. I don't remember. Gotcha. Know what you're talking about, though. But I wonder if we're going to have more things happen in this fictional town because it's easier to place something there because it doesn't exist. Um, I don't I don't know if that's an issue or anything, but I'm wondering. Uh, is she, I'm worried, or I'm not worried. I'm wondering if Sharon's bad. Yeah, I kind of got the feeling that there was something going on toward the end of the, end of the episode where she's like, oh, we got two problems or whatever. Yeah, is she talking to the power broker? <clears throat> Ooh, is she working for the power broker? Don't know. That would be interesting. That would be a twist for sure. Madripoor is the name of that city, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It's a fake city. There was, I'm trying to think what else was in the episode that's there to unpack. There's a lot going on. I just don't think they really, it's like a slow burn and Marvel kind of does it sort of masterfully because you feel like there's a lot of change going on when it's actually not a lot, you know, it's kind of subtle. Zemo is turning out to be quite the dynamic character. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't foresee that. Like, the image that we're given in, gosh, what movie is that? Winter Soldier? (laughs) Captain America Winter Soldier? I did not see him. No, that's Civil War, sorry. Oh, Civil War? I did not (laughs) foresee Zemo being the way he is, like, with the mask and him being so violent. Like Oh, like such a good fighter? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you never see him pulling any of those strings in Civil War. No, he's just a very smart man. It's very interesting. Yeah. And what's with what do you think he... Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go, Matt. Why do you think he killed the one dude that was creating the serum? Because he needs to put an end to it. I think it's more than that. I yeah, I'm I'm gonna say that too. I think uh, he killed him before. You know, he was obviously just. Uh, you know, he wanted to kill him, but he killed him early, and I think there's some there's a reason behind that. Like he could have waited. You know, they were questioning him, and he they, he could have waited. I think there's something going on. Like Maybe there's could... a secret behind Zemo that we're gonna find out is what I'm kind of hoping. Right. I don't know how many secrets he could possibly have. Um, what if being he in actually for the last however many years? What if he actually has <laughs> super soldier serum in him? I doubt that. Yeah, I doubt that. But I mean, I, you know, you, you say that about him being in prison, but then he gets out and he's still got this ridiculous network where he's taking them to, you know, see these people. And he's got a really old butler. Yeah. Well, money buys you things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a, it's a very fascinating show. It couldn't be more different from WandaVision, but I oh. think it's still just as gripping. Right. Uh, I could definitely see A.A. Ron getting into this one a little bit. Yeah, easier. I think the uh, the cost sure. of admission for him w- is lower because it's more. Yeah, I'm not sure what. I understand like uh, WandaVision's not everybody's cup of tea, but like it being bad enough to just get you away from Marvel, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, you know, let's not bash A. Aaron while he's not here. <laughs> I'm not trying to bash him. I'm just saying I don't understand where you're, you know. Yeah, I I, no, yeah. trust me, dude. I really don't understand where he was coming from. I at don't all. see how like, different it is. And like either. I said, I was I was sad he got off the Marvel train, but yeah, this one's very interesting too because we have Carly Morgenthau is the is the villain, right? Um, mm-hmm. And these people are her people are like willing to die for her, like sacrifice their lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. And her her motives, I don't think, are like bad. Like she just wants no, to no, no. people. Mm-hmm. But you can start to see that that message 
is being clouded in some way. Even and even her own people are looking at her like, "Well, did you have to murder all those people?" Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so it's well, especially especially the bomb, yeah. It's a very fine line between hero and villain, right? Yeah. So that and like I I kind of understand where she's coming from where like during the snap or whatever they didn't have, you know, there was a, governments really just weren't the same, so things might have seemed kind of better aside from everybody being missing, but like, you know, how do you, you can't achieve, obviously can't achieve that goal without being extremely violent and, you know, right. So I guess we'll have to see. Like, I, yeah, I I agree though. Like most of what seemed to be her motive are for the good of things, you know, it's almost like they, they started off with hero is a villain is B and if I'm saying hero is A, I'm talking about Captain America or U.S. agent, whatever you want to call him. And now they're starting to flip. You're starting to see the cracks under, what's his name, John Walker and his mm. bullshit. And even his buddy, Battlestar, doesn't, is like, what Battlestar. the fuck is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> what is I like how <clears throat> it's Lawrence or something Lamar. like that. I like how <laughs> Lamar... I like how when he said, oh, I'm Battlestar, uh, Bucky was like, okay, stop the car. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's turn out the comic, though. So, I mean. Yeah. You can only go so far. But, yeah, uh, he's starting to kind of be like a piece of shit. And, you know, they, they started showing you that Carly Morgenthau was, you know, not such. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's. We'll have to wait and see. I I don't like. I'm not sitting here like racking my brain thinking about what's coming next. Uh, yeah, I'm just wanting to enjoy the show. I kind of want to see a couple things though. Like, uh, I want to see what how that uh, pans out between uh, Bucky and uh, Nam uh, her or whatever his name is. Who? Because that's that's obviously uh, like his kind of big thing. He wants closure for is telling him that he killed his son or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, that's heartbreaking. And the other thing I want to see is uh blue 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 what did I I was I had a train of thought. Oh well, whatever. <laughs> I want to see another thing. I can't remember what it is. I want to see who else is on that list. As well. And yeah, I don't think I don't know if they're they're really going to get into that. I think they're uh, they're just saying he has the list and because he had a lot of names that were already checked off. So. Right. I guess we'll see. True. Oh, yeah. So can we invite Angela back? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that it's a very, very good show. I'm going to continue to watch mm-hmm. it. Uh, I'm very excited to see what they come up with. It's not like I feel like they can do no wrong. It's just that I really like what they do. And if you can right. put that up against, you know, the stuff that DC makes, they're not in the same ballpark. They're not on the same planet. Except for DC animated movies, which are DC. ridiculously good. And it makes me wonder, is, is is superhero stuff just not meant for live action sometimes? Uh, maybe I, I think there there's kind of like especially with the main like the more main characters for DC there's kind of stuff that it's like it's just easier to show in a cartoon uh, compared to Marvel but yeah I, I, I don't know I think I don't think that's kind of I don't think that's really the I think the issue with DCU is just they they're crap and they don't know how to make shit but well, I don't know <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this because like I like the way he said it. I was listening to How Did This Get Made last week, and they, they the movie they watched for their, their podcast was Justice League, the four-hour cut, Snyder Cut. And Jason Manzuka said uh, something profound that you might relate to as much as, it, as much as I did. There's nothing wrong with Zack Snyder's movies. Um, he makes good movies. He's a proficient and prolific filmmaker. Uh, but Jason just says, I don't like his point of view. His point of view is very nihilistic. It's very negative, and those right, things, yeah, those things don't match up with DC. Right, I think that gets mentioned a lot in the fan base too. Like the people who enjoyed the comics, but not necessarily the movies. They say it's just too fucking dark. Like lighten the shit up. 
It's not necessarily that it's dark. It's just so it's like the nihilism. It works for the Watchmen, right? Because that was the point of that book that Alan Moore was being very negative about all those things in the eighties, right? Right. Um, but like Superman's not supposed to be fucking depressing, man. He's he's like supposed right. to be a beacon of light. And like the thing about Schuster and Siegel, they're writing. He's he's their messiah, right? They're both Jewish men, and they're writing about basically making an, uh, an allegory for the Messiah that he would be like the hope for all mankind. And that the the great thing about Superman is, is he's an alien. He's not from this world, but he's more human than anybody here. You know, that's, that's, and he's like bright and hopeful and good. And then like right. he sits there and doesn't save his fucking dad. Yeah. They really, uh, they really trapped themselves in a corner with that. Cause then they have to make him depressed in the, Right, you know, with everything, and I think that's just Zack worldview. Is he's very sad and depressed or whatever. <laughs> I mean, uh, I could kind of understand. His movies yeah. are beautiful. He's a beautiful set peacemaker, but I don't know. Shin, you want to text her? She's not coming back. Yeah. I'm here. I think oh. she's yeah. She's oh, okay. I didn't hear I, the I, I, I uh, think that. Um, it's it's more than just it's a lot more than just the directors with both DCU and Marvel. I think that a lot just especially with Marvel, there's so much like I understand Joss Whedon. He you know he he is what he is and he does what he does. But like I think you could make a film with all those actors in it and have them suck helium and talk about bread and it would be amazing. Like <laughs> well, the it, thing about just that phenomenal. Like Marvel's run like a TV show and that Kevin Feige's the showrunner. So it doesn't matter right. who the director is. It doesn't matter who the script writer is. Uh, he's in charge, and he's going to. He's the guy creating the narrative through line. Um, there's nothing literally like that for DC. They gave Zack Snyder the reins after Man of Steel and let him do his thing. But there's nobody, nobody outside of the creative vision, like to adjust or to course correct. And so, like, since Kevin Feige is not a creator but a manager, all the he keeps all the creatives in line. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I think there's just, there's something about DC because it's all, it's all new gods. It's all like, um, it's like fucking, uh, mythology, right? I mm-hmm. think it just lends itself better to animation because there's so much about it. You have to suspend disbelief for, and the, the characters in it are just not grounded that when you see them like in flesh, like for me, it doesn't work. Like I, I just can't get it to work. And Nolan was able to make it work by taking all of that fanciful nature of Batman away. Right. He's Being just literally a world. fucking dude in a suit. With a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And there's no and fucking killer Crocs, and there's no, you know, all those, all the extra natural, preternatural, I don't know, metahuman stuff's not there at all. And he's just like just a dude. So, but their animated movies work on a level that is just beyond entertaining. I think they're just, they're knocking it out of the park. And I'm very excited. Justice Society, World War Two, World War One or World War Two, one of the two, is coming out pretty soon in May. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and then after that, it's the long Halloween two-parter. And I'm really, really excited for that. And Jensen Ackles is going to voice Batman. Ooh. That will be exciting. Yeah. And Naya Rivera is uh, Catwoman. She mm. obviously this was recorded a long time ago since she has passed away. Yeah, I'm not awesome. sure who that is. She was on Glee. She was a she was a uh, actress who like died in a rowboat or some shit, and her kid was in there. Oh, that like, was they, so Jesus. sad. And they couldn't find her body or whatever. I don't even know if they ever found out what yeah. happened to her, but it's very sad. I think. I think the official story, and I don't, I, I don't know, is that she, her son fell in while they were uh, fishing or something, and gotcha. she jumped in to save him. Oh, you're gonna break um, my heart! But aren't she you? wasn't, yeah, but she didn't have enough strength to pull herself up into the boat. She she saved him, got him back in the boat, but she couldn't pull herself back in. Well, and just uh. drowned. Talk about that sucks balls times five thousand. Well, 
Yeah. I love how bright and lively and happy our shows are. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got you. Uh, I like boobies. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. So, mm-hmm. Chloe, I guess I could talk about Glee. I've been, I've been subjected to it. <laughs> well, um, that's a form of watching. I guess. My what? 15-year-old has recently discovered it, and it's like her new obsession, and it's just unwatchable. Yeah, it's it really is bad. so Is it like a musical episode? Yeah. Episodic thing? Every single one. So, yeah, mm. so they're the kid. so it's a high school, they're a glee club, it's lots of singing. What but is that? Is that like choir kind of thing, but you dance? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it, it's, yeah. Well, it, it's, I don't think it's don't anything know. really like the show. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's like super, you know, all the numbers are like super produced and, you know, ridiculous. like the, yeah. their costume budget is Normally it would be like the Whippin' Poofs or, you know, those college ones where it's right. like an acapella singing group. Right. Oh, gotcha. But it's, it's not and it. It's so the level of drama in this show oh, is dialed up to about 147 on a it makes it makes a 10. cw show look like uh there's no drama <laughs> um, oh boy well i think the biggest difference and i've been thinking a lot about this because i do i did get into river riverdale for a little bit you know i i, I don't necessarily dislike teenage drama but in like those types of shows in the cw shows there's consequences to gotcha to the to the problem the problem is real right and they and it carries consequences in this show their problems are not really problems it's all just stupid teenager garbage like oh my gosh this boy doesn't like me he looked at me mean in the hallway suck you out i I think I might. <laughs> I think my left is bigger than my right shoe. <laughs> yeah. I put on my shoe sock, shoe sock, shoe. Am I so Nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get so angry. And the one girl who seems to be like the main character, she's utterly unlikable. And she sings so loud all the time. Like, she has this powerhouse voice, and it's beautiful, don't get me wrong, but she she's dialed up to 11 all the time, yep. every single moment. And it's like, sometimes singing means, means you know, going down a little bit. You don't, you don't got a belt to, to the back of the room all the time. Start off a little sultry, and then maybe build up, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, she just, she comes right out. Just, blah, just belting it, yeah, like a pain. It's, it's uncomfortable to to. If, I feel like she's attacking me. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> you're totally so, ruining my brain thoughts. So I guess if you're not a a teenager, don't watch it because it's dumb. Gotcha, Shannon. My turn. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, hold on, Matt. Matt. There was a couple of video games I wanted to talk about. Oh, that's all right. You talk about your video games, then you piece of. Go ahead. Um, I my nephew talked me into buying this game called Hellish Court. I don't play that uh, game. Of course you don't, Arnold. You're a dipshit. Um, <laughs> it's like a fencing game. It's it. it okay, wait, when what? You kind of, yeah, it's like a sword fight game. Um, when you kind of like talk about it, it sounds stupid, but it's so fun. Okay. <laughs> You just sit there and bash each other with uh, swords. Uh, like real swords? Well, yeah. I mean, it's like it's a, a video game, game though. Made. Right, yeah. It's like a sword fight game. Like you, um, you're wait. virtually doing it. You're, the controller is not a sword. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> this Are you in mocap suits? Just beating the... figure it out. Right. They don't like, have like maybe... a stick on a weak controller, no. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that game's pretty fun. Um, I recommend you maybe What's check it, it out again. Hellish Court. Hellish. I think it. Court. I think it was on sale on Steam this week. Maybe I don't know. Uh, and then the other game I want to recommend is called Streets of Rogue, which is on sale. Is it? Is it like a Streets of Rage ripoff? 
Uh, no, actually, it's like a roguelike crawler. Um, it has its 8-bit graphics. Um, it's procedurally generated. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do with the characters. Uh, there's a lot of different weapons and missions you get to do. It, it's just really fun. Um, it's it's a little difficult. It's a little bit uh, high on the difficult scale, but I think eventually you kind of get there. Oh, my. It's super fun, though. God. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm showing Shannon the trailer for Hellish Court. It's like gameplay footage. <laughs> and I was doing oh, a yeah. line from This cut the dude's hand right off! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? You can, be, you can behead people. It's crazy. <laughs> it looks it looks a lot like uh, you you really aren't you don't know what you're doing. You're just button mashing, and eventually you hit somebody. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like that. There, you know, there's some strategy to it. It's not all because if you button mash, your opponent could just like hit the you know the R key and. Chop this, your head off. this really looks like a controller game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I tried it with mouse and keyboard, and I was like, I'm not doing well. And then I grabbed a controller, <laughs> and I was taking ass. And taking names, or just? No, just the ass. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Uh... He doesn't take the names of his ass. I totally played a video game this week, too, Matthew. Oh, let's talk about it. Uh, so did Joe and so did Angela. We played the new airship because Lucas would not shut up about it uh, <laughs> on Among Us. Uh, oh, the new map? Yes. Yeah. There's a new uh, map. It's very large. Yeah, it's huge. Very large. It's uh, so freaking big. I How much bigger than the normal maps? Uh, it's like all three of them put together. It is. Yeah. <laughs> You go like upstairs, downstairs. There's ladders. There's, yeah. And you think you have to go this way, but you can't go that way. So you have to go like a That sounds like like an imposter's dream. Yeah. Uh, Or it sounds like the people doing the tasks dream if the imposter can't get to you. Right. I was the imposter a bunch. And most often I couldn't even find people. Like I, I wandered around there for like 20 minutes, never even saw anybody. Hmm. Maybe a good strategy is just to lay in wait at one of the places where there's a lot of tasks. Well, that's the other thing is the tasks are super spread out. So there isn't really a good Mm. place. And when you're the crew person, like I had a really hard time navigating. Like I just like Shannon was saying, there's it seems like that's the way to go. And it's the only way to get there. But you can't go that way. And I, I don't know. I kept getting lost and. I mean, we only played for what, like an hour or yeah. so. So, yeah, it, it's. I don't necessarily hate it, but it, it's going to take some getting used to for sure. I think it would be an enjoyed. I would enjoy it more if there's more people. I don't know. Yeah, the yeah, smaller we were only amount, playing with yeah four or five people. Or the uh, fact that it was brand new and it kept like not allowing us to enter the game. It yeah. took forever for us to all join because it kept not allowing us in. That was annoying too. Hmm. Yeah. There's always glitches, which pushed the boys into playing Shell Shockers. And I want to play that this week. I missed that what game. That That's where you're an egg and you hunt other eggs until you're the last egg. Oh. Interesting. You know, it's weird for Among Us, uh, like, for the first, I don't know, two or three years after their release, they didn't, they had hardly any players. Hmm. Especially, I mean, compared to today. blown up. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Thanks, YouTube. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Twitch, too, kind of. Shell shocker. So, I also, besides watching Marvel this week... I watched uh, an episode, which is a classic. My kids have been watching Supernatural. Oh, yeah. And Oliver, we're, we watch it before we go to bed, and the next episode said Yellow Fever. And I go, you cannot watch this episode without me. And he goes, what? And I go, yeah, You wait till tomorrow. And I told Joe about it, and Joe's like, we're all watching it. <laughs> and it's still... Oh, amazing yeah. 
Oh, oh, that's scary. That's so scary. <laughs> the that was scary is so much is so much. The the very first sign of his haunting, I was cracking up because he's like, I'm like, look at them kids. Let's cross the street. And Sam's like, WTF? What? <laughs> it's so funny. It's like, what's the show called? Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh 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 okay. Yeah. And so we enjoyed and, that. <laughs> and then Dean's driving the speed limit. <laughs> yep. What are you doing? You're driving the like, speed limit. It's not a crime to be safe. I'm not going to make a left turn in front of incoming traffic. Right. What are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, if you ever need a pick me up, watch that episode. Definitely will make you feel better, which... Jensen Eccles dropped on Twitter and Instagram. He wrote a song and he's singing mm. it. So if you haven't seen it, uh, it is there. I invite you to go check that out. Uh, I also watched something else. The Irregulars. With Joe this week. We started a show on Netflix called The Irregulars. I'm very interested and want to yeah, see where this like, goes. I want to watch more of it. Uh but my life has been consumed with studying, so I didn't get to watch a lot of that. Hmm. Uh, it's it's like a supernatural type show that sidles alongside of Sherlock Holmes and you know Watson. Hmm. Sherlock it's, Holmes and Watson aren't like the the main point of the show. It's about these kids and this one girl specifically, her supernatural power. And there's a great big world of that power, kind of like Standish. Like the stand, mm. Stephen King's the stand. Like uh, it's weird. Uh, I'm excited mm. to keep watching the hounds in the first episode. Yes. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't call anybody a cunt though, so that's sad. Oh, oh that is sad. <laughs> he seemed like a good guy in this yeah. one, like a genuine. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. I would say I would highly recommend it. Yeah, and I want to definitely keep watching it for sure. Did we watch another TV show? I don't remember. Well, I'll tell you the stuff I watched and you while you're thinking about it. Okay. Uh, season two of Prodigal Son is out, so I've been watching that. Uh, the f- The first season is very good. And the seasons, like, the cliffhangers at every episode are, like, very interesting. Uh, Michael Sheen. Hmm? What's it, a boot? Uh, it's Michael Sheen is a serial killer who gets turned in by his, like, seven or eight-year-old son, Ooh. Malcolm. Um, and then 20 years later, or whatever, Malcolm has shed his father's name and is now Malcolm Bright. And he worked for the FBI as a profiler of serial killers. And he is a little reckless on the job because he might have sociopathic tendencies. Ooh. Might. He might. And so he gets fired from the FBI and he starts doing consulting work for the NYPD in which he works with uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and um, a couple mm-hmm. other people. One of them is somebody. Gotta famous. love me some LDP. Hold on, the the girl in the show is like somebody's daughter that's famous, and I forgot who it was. Jenny Stallone. Uh, no, the dude is Tom Payne, and he played Jesus on The Walking Dead. Jesus. Oh, huh. Yeah. Matt Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the girl Dan- who plays Danny, one of the detectives, is Aurora Perrineau, who is his Harold per- Perrineau, sorry, who is Harold Perrineau's daughter. I don't know who that is. Uh, you would know him as the the black bad cop from The Rookie who tried to set up Nolan. He was also in the Matrix sequels. Mm. Amongst many who other things. Who did he things. play in the Matrix sequels? He played Dozer in Tank's uh, brother-in-law. Oh, gotcha. I like the him. one. The one who takes over after, after uh, they they're dead or whatever. Yeah. And he walks yeah, and like he goes, him. "Hey, where's my pussy?" And then he sees that his niece is there, and he goes, "Hey!" hey. <laughs> 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 that's good fun. Uh, yeah, it's a good show. I I like it. I think this is one of the, a classic a, example of a show that doesn't need to be twenty-two episodes long. This would be much better served as like a 12-episode dealio. Mm-hmm. But you can't win them all. Right. I also started watching the NBC show Debris. 
and it's giving it's giving me some fringe vibes. Ooh. Ooh, you mentioned that. That's something I should check out. Yeah, there there's like this debris from a ship or some shit. I don't even remember. It was in the first episode. I watched it a long time ago though, so it's but like the the pieces of the ship or whatever the fuck. It's uh, I don't know, fucks up the physics of the of the Earth, like wherever it lands. Including, mm-hmm. like, uh, phasing a woman a hundred stories to her death. Like, she was a maid and touched a piece of the ship, and she she went through all the floors of a hotel or whatever. Whoa. Yeah. It duplicated a dude. It Like, he had clones popping out. It was weird. That's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I like it. It's very good. Um, and the one show Can that I, I watch really... watch that on the Hulus, or do I have to get the Peacocks? I believe it's on the Hulus. That's where I've been watching it. What's it called? Debris. What do you call HBO? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) The hubbubble? They were talking about Peacock. So, the big shock and surprise to me from this week, a buddy at work was like, hey man, you gotta check out Superman and Lois. And I was like, really? Another Berlantiverse. I've heard good things. Arrowverse show. The Arrowverse shows all suck. I don't want to get into He's like, no, man. And it's fucking awesome. Do you talk huh. to your mother with that mouth? My mother's dead. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, <laughs> it is but yeah, he did. so good. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's, it's, it's not CW in the way that the other shows are CW. No, oh, that's that right away. Just it is a hopeful... And human Superman, a guy who's like got to juggle being Superman and being a dad to teenage boys and being a husband to a wife who's like super busy too. It's, it's just, it's good. How old is he? Who's Superman? Yeah. In the show, he's probably mid thirties to late thirties. Hmm. Yeah, he's got so Superman and Lois are are together. Yep. He, does he still work at the Daily Planet? Well, the show in the pilot of the show, uh, he gets let go of the Daily Planet because there's this developer who's buying up everything and, and anything, and he bought the Daily Planet and he downsized. So Clark got the boot. Um, Did he mention my name? World? Is it Lex no. Luthor? It's not Lex Luthor. It's some other Ooh. dipshit. Um, why can't I remember does stuff? Does the world know that he's Superman? No. The world does not know. In fact, his children don't know. Oh. Does Lois yeah. know? So they just okay. think... Lois does, yes. Uh, his kids I, I just mean, think he's, a, so. he's right. a absent father. They think he's like just a bad dad. <laughs> Aww. Poor yeah. Superman. Yeah. Because he's always on assignment, you know? Sure. And uh, so he has to juggle all that. He gets let go, and in the very... First episode, he has a tragedy in his life, which causes him and his family to uproot and move to Smallville. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Where this same developer who bought the Daily Planet and put Clark and essentially Lois out of a job is buying up the mine in Smallville. And the thing he's looking for is nefarious. Crypto Knight. Is nefarious? Bum, bum, bum. Is that a person? Oh, that's a thing. <laughs> is oh. that a person? I'm listening. I- I'm paying. Yes, Captain to Nefarious. That'd be an awesome. But he's got you know one of his sons is like a jock man. who who was you know big shit in the big town and when he moved to Smallville he's like nothing so he's struggling with that and his other son has like social anxiety disorder and super depressed all the time. Hmm. Yeah, and then the question is, will one of his sons, if not both of them, develop superpowers? Mm. Yeah. It's definitely dicey, for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite good. Uh, you know, the visual effects are sometimes TV level. Which, you know, since it's a TV show, you can't really fault them for. Right. The, the one big thing, like, I don't like about the show is he has uh, padding in his suit. So he is much obviously bigger as Superman than he is when he's Clark. 
That's don't like when they do that. Yeah, it's like weird looking. Like he's a he's a dude in very good shape. I don't know why you need the muscles in there. You, you know? never know. It worked for Dean. Maybe. Kane, you know? I mean, maybe it just like Superman actually has padding in his suit. Oh, so it's so like throws that... everybody off. Yeah, so they can't judge his size. You know what? I take it all back. You're right. Clark Kent, Superman, because it's girly compared to him. (laughs) Lex Luthor is in the show, but not like you think. Ooh. It's such a a freaking awesome, brilliant masterstroke of like dopeness. Very, very more like uh, what's his face from Spider Man? Uh, What was the guy's name? Flash? Wait, what? Oh, oh, you mean Flash Thompson? Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Hmm. It's it's unexpected because there is a Lex Luthor in the Arrowverse. It's uh, Ducky, whatever the fuck his name is, John Cryer. Cryer. He's Lex Luthor. Oh yeah. yeah. In the Arrowverse, so it's but it's not him. What the fuck? There's something else going on. Yeah, it's dope. So I highly recommend y'all check out Superman and Lois. I think they have five episodes in right now. You know, I wonder, since they opened up the Crisis on Infinite Earth or whatever, they opened up the multiverse, I wonder if maybe this is taking place in a different universe than the traditional Arrowverse. As far as I know, nope. But it would be, I believe it is not in the same time period. Hmm. Oh, I see. Like maybe, but in the, but Superman exists in that. Oh yeah, he's on Supergirl all the time, or he was. Right. He was in in the Crisis event or whatever. Yeah, right. Burt Ward was in the Crisis event. But all the other Supermans that they showed in the Crisis event were like Brandon Routh and Tom Welling and stuff. There wasn't another Tyler Hochschlin or whatever his name is. So we have we just have to assume that he's of the same earth as Kara. Because Kara's not on the same earth as the rest of them. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if you were aware of that. I'm not sure who Kara is. Supergirl. So the Supergirl show doesn't exist on the same earth as Flash and Arrow. Right. So he exists on that earth. I didn't know that. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to keep watching it. We'll see how long they can go before they CW it. I mean, I really liked Arrow to begin with, and I really liked Flash to begin with. I it just... Yeah, to begin with. <laughs> to begin with, they're always good. <laughs> you know, that modifier, to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yep. At you some know, point, though, yeah, they CW. just fall right off. Yeah, they fall off the tracks. They, You know, and I think uh, from my experience watching Arrow, I don't know if you guys agree with this, but they kind of paint themselves into a corner of that because they build up so much drama and past history and yep uh, you know it did all compound so they can't like oh we can't have this character talk to this character without being pissed off because right. it, it did it like four seasons ago and there I can't see any sort of reason why he had to have a cadre of people like in an arrow cave like. He, right. He, there's no reason why he couldn't just have been like a cop, you know, just like a vigilante type person who you know detects things. It could have been like a procedural detective show, and he wouldn't necessarily need. Would that be less right, like fun? Bat- mm. Like Batman with slightly less money and uh, and a bow and arrow. Well, yeah. it, the Arrowverse wrote him as Batman. He's literally fucking Bruce Wayne, and he's literally yeah, he's Batman. Batman. He even defeats Razel Ghoul in battle. I mean, it's. Insane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you know, I don't know, man. It's pretty, they were already know. doing Gotham, so they couldn't do just Batman. Well, no, that was well, you fun. know, DC just doesn't want Batman on the small screen for whatever reason. I don't understand it. Well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Aye, aye, How do you guys feel about Michael Keaton coming back as Batman? Uh, Held to if the it's yes. beyond, I would be happy. Okay. I know he's going to be in the Flash movie because they're going to do, you know, Flashpoint. Yeah. So that, oh, makes, that leads like me he's... to believe he's going to be Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. Just 
seems like if they're not doing Beyond, he's too old to be Batman. Hmm. But you know who they should no have such be, Thomas thing. Wayne. They should just was have Jeffrey Was he a good Batman to begin with? Uh, that's not, you know, his movie was Tim Burton's Batman. It is what it is. I like it I mean, the way it is. I think he was a fine Bruce Wayne. I, I don't know if I'd buy Michael Keaton's Batman. It is what it is. Mm. Same with George Clooney. George Clooney could be Bruce Wayne. I don't think he could be Batman. Oh. Well, there, I guess that's the struggle, right? It is. You uh, can't Superman is Clark Kent. He begrudgingly dons the cape and, and you know saves everybody because out of a sense of duty to all of humanity. Uh, Bruce Wayne is not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is Batman. He has to pretend to be Bruce Wayne. Right. So the fact that someone makes a good Bruce Wayne is bullshit because he's that's not who he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I you need, agreed. You need I, Batman. I just... Which, I yeah. thought Affleck's Batman was fine, other than he killed people. I didn't see Affleck's Batman. In the Justice League? Nope. Yeah. Didn't watch it. Um, I can't watch anymore. I, I gave up on the DCEU after Suicide Squad. Fair enough. I haven't seen a single one since. Wasn't Affleck in no that No Wonder movie? Woman. No Wonder Woman, no... Batman v Superman, no, none of that. I didn't see any. Yeah, of that. Affleck's in Suicide Squad. Uh, are you sure? Doesn't he chase the Joker and Harley Quinn in their car or some shit? Oh, yeah, he's in it for like a second and a half. Yeah, but you pretty, you pretty much got the gist. Um, oh, <laughs> <clears throat> it's okay. Like, but that's also not really Batman. It's just Snyder's Batman. Sure. They wanted to make him... Yeah, Batman Batman doesn't kill people. No. No. So. Just like Superman doesn't let a... Wouldn't let a bus of... Or Pa Kent wouldn't tell Superman to let a bus full of kids fly off a freaking... Cliff or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We DC did just keeps watch. making... He t- you know, that message One of... More thing. Him dying of a heart attack and that you can't save everybody because you just literally can't, you can't control everything is a lesson he needed to learn. Whereas Pocket was trying to teach him that he shouldn't save everyone. Yep. Which is not Superman. I don't know who the fuck cares. Goodbye Snyderverse. No matter how bad the rock wants it to keep happening. (laughs) (laughs) There is one last thing that we watched. What was it? Nobody. Oh yeah. Dumbass. We, we went saw to, that today. <laughs> we went to the movie theater today. First time back in theaters, oh. y'all. Evans, uh, how was that? We were pretty much alone in there, and it was fine. There was another oh, okay. couple in the way, way back. Where it was like us and one other group of people. It was different. Nice. Felt good to be back in theater. You know, spending money. You know, how was the movie though? Money. The movie is highly recommended. Oh. It is like a hilarious john wick yeah well it's bob odenkirk so you know he's a he's a oh. comic actor so you're oh, wondering yeah, like hilarious. my but the comedy doesn't come from him uh-uh <laughs> it, it, well, it does but it's not like it comes from his mouth it's not like he is it's not like he's telling you jokes it's like no uh, the comedy just comes from it's physical comedy yeah it's like a, it's he doesn't mean to do it dark it's and dark. <laughs> He's like, oops, my bad. And you're like, Ugh. So if you ever wanted to see a Michael Bay-esque shot of three people just downing bad guys with all sorts of guns, and those three people were Bob Odenkirk, the RZA, and Christopher Lloyd, then this movie is for Oh, you. my God. <laughs> yes. This movie might be for me. Not only that, it's like John Wick, right? He is an expert at what he does. But it's it's like John Wick if John Wick... We're a little more realistic. So yes. John Wick is flawless, pretty much in his execution. Mm-hmm. But this yep. is this is a story about a guy who's been out of the game for seemingly maybe 15, like 20 years, probably. And he he's <laughs> rusty. He's very rusty. He gets upset, which is where a lot of the comedy comes from. Yeah, gotcha. He's like, oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yes, and there are some dope ass kills. Well, sure. Again, I liked it for the humor, and 
I really would like a sequel to this. It's worthy of having a sequel. Oh, they've already been talking about a crossover to Wick. It's very interesting. Because a crossover? It had, yes. Yeah, it has some subtle hints here and there, but I don't want to ruin any more. If you are yeah. highly interested in this movie, I'm going to just leave it there and let you see it for yep. yourself. You know, yeah. it's funny. I was just thinking to myself, where's Christopher Lloyd? What's he doing? Shooting Apparently, the shit out of people that. with shotguns. <laughs> that is amazing. I love it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, what can I say? Very good. Yeah. Very, very good. Right. It's a good way to end it. Very, very. I'll check it out. Very good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if theaters are open around here, though. They're a video on demand option. It'll be VOD in like June, mm. I believe. Okay. That's what I read. That's why I decided I wanted to see it. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. We also watched Raya, but I think we talked about that recently. I with believe you did. AA April 16th. Oh, that's soon. Yep. April 16th. 13 days. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to watch that. I know that Aaron talked about Raya, but I don't think we did because we watched it just Is last... it Raya? Raya? What is it? Raya? Is it Raya? Yeah, Raya is dope as shit. Uh, Raya. I love it. I'm happy that they're taking this route to where they're appealing more to an adult-like audience. Well, it seems like Disney has always catered to us. Because we're like the generation of Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. It seems like we're we're their (coughs) bread and butter. And they're creating movies that not only are appealing to us um, of that generation, but it kind of trickles down and the kids enjoy it just as well without them even knowing it. They started that a Sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say they started doing that a long time ago. I think when we were kind of still kids, they may, they're they kind of almost masterful at making stuff that, you know, adults and children will both really enjoy. Where did you see but, it start happening? I'm curious. Uh, the, the earliest I know of is uh, 101 Dalmatians. Um, there's a lot of just like adult, adult comedy. Humor. that Yeah. Right. 1996, so... Oh, wow. That I, is very early. I was 15. Gotcha. <clears throat> Sorry. Wait, what? Probably. The live action one. Oh, I was going to say, 101 Dalmatian did not come out in 1996. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's the one little, with Glenn oh, yeah. Close did. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's there's adult jokes in Aladdin and Beating the Beast, too. Yeah. Yep. I've been built by you before. You know, it's like. Gotcha. Oh, that was 1961. Yeah, I figured that was super Whoa. early. <laughs> Gotcha. I don't know. It just seems like it's a little bit more adult movie than it is kid movie. Well, the right. reason I liked it is because the underlying message is something <laughs> that is is good for kids to hear. And it's like, fighting doesn't solve shit. No. No, it doesn't. You need to just sit down, realize that we're not that different, and just fucking hang out. Yeah. Yep. Like that's the message of the movie. You say be kind. Good and message. Everybody laughs, and I'm like, what's so funny about that? I go, what's so hard about picking up a piece of trash? It has germs. Yeah, it's called soap. Wash your hands, and it's just beyond what they kind of realize. You know, everyone needs to start just doing their part, and it takes one person to can like have it contagious or be contagious for other people. Well, if this makes yeah, impression on children and they grow up, you know, living this message out, I think the world will turn out all right. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say you something? said it was really, it was really stunning visually, oh. and that it, they made it in their houses. Yeah, it was made during quarantine, so like even the the voice acting was done at houses. Yeah, they have like clips on Disney Plus about how they had to go to their closet. To record voiceover and send it in, and how all oh, the but, and they also actors, had to be on Zoom too to be directed. And actresses were like, "Oh, okay, let me try here. Maybe that's better." And 
It was very interesting that they yeah. were able to create such a masterpiece like this in a collaboration space where they weren't even together in a building. And it's a celebration of Southeast Asian culture, which is, you know, poignant in this time period where I guess people are bashing Asians China. all over the fucking place for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Right. Hate crimes are up by 125% or some shit. Oh my gosh. You know. So, yeah, that's all we have for you for this recommendation episode. <laughs> I think if you so, have yeah. something you want us to watch, please let us know somewhere, Joe. Moviedummies at gmail.com. Yeah, for sure. I would totally watch it. Or leave us a message at moviedummiesanchor.fm slash moviedummies. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I love Kevin. That's the one. And you oh, can yeah. tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. Lumpy. <laughs> well, guys. We'll hit that it. I'm just going to play the intro as the outro because I hit the wrong button. So here we yeah. go. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we had a lot of fun watching our stuff. Tell us what you've been watching on Twitter. You could even do. We have a Movie Dummies Twitter. <laughs> I guess we need to get a TikTok. Yeah. All right, so people actually message us. <laughs> Who the fuck uses Twitter? <laughs> Anyways. Dinosaur. We're going to be back next week where we talk about the newly released Godzilla versus Kong. Dun, dun, dun. And it's just Godzilla. two uh, dildos whacking each other. So Godzilla They're one and a Kong dogs. one. Get it right. They're guys in dildo suits. That's Jeez. true. That's close true. enough. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Be up next week. Uh, thank you all for listening, and you guys have a good week. As always, I'm Joe. I'm Shannon. I'm Angela. I'm Matt. <laughs> and we miss also, you. Also, also, bye. 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 Flames. Flames. <laughs>